Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to King of the Road. I am delighted to welcome Adam Boltwood onto the podcast. I've been trying to get Adam on for a while and he finally agreed. Um, Adam, thank you so much. Oh, mate. It's a pleasure to be here. Pleasure. Uh, um, a few of the things we're going to be talking about today. Um, we're going to be talking about the World Cup qualifiers. Italy are out. Um, the Premier League will be back very soon. Uh, we're going to be talking about Chelsea, how we're going to do when it resumes. Some transfer news, potentially Gareth Bale. And obviously, Adam is a Tottenham fan. Um, I'm sorry to yeah. reveal that so early on. Uh, I imagine a lot of people will be unsubscribing right now. But to those uh, who have uh, persevered, um, we're going to be having a chat about the North London derby. Massive match this weekend. How are you feeling about that one? I'm feeling quietly confident. Really? Quietly confident, yeah. Oof, that could uh, that could often be a recipe for disaster, I've found. It's the first, uh, we're just saying to uh, Flav from the Fighting Cock podcast, before we start recording, <laughs> I think it's the first game Spurs are going into as favourites away from home at the Emirates which is definitely an unusual position to be in. I yes. Know, I'm feeling good. No, I can see why you're confident. I mean, I can't see anything other than the Tottenham win, which pays me to say that, to be honest. But we'll I feel like you should be very confident. Before we get started, though, Ad, I need to say thank you very much for this drink. Uh, Adam's turned up with one yeah. of the most delectable uh, concoctions I think I've ever had. It's a green tea latte from Starbucks. I think I described it as a green monstrosity. You did I, describe it as a green a green tea monstrosity well, since, on text. But since when have you got into this... Green tea. I've I've always been uh, I've always had a penchant for green tea. Yeah. But as a as a sort of milky concoction, very bubbly, this is it doesn't it doesn't get better than this. Uh, if you, if you can't see this, obviously as you're listening on the podcast, if you're not watching on YouTube, it's it looks pretty disgusting. I've got to say, it's like not luminous green, but like a kind of a paley grassy colour. It doesn't look it, the most appetising. I concede. I concede that it doesn't have the most yeah. appetising of look, but it's delicious. I don't think I could actually. I felt a little bit embarrassed going into Starbucks and ordering one. Myself. Oh, that's where you're wrong. Do you think? I but, did you a they, massive favour. No, they would have been mean? like... They respect They that. would have been like, God, that guy's cool. I feel pretty embarrassed already getting like, something like a vanilla latte, I feel. Yeah, no, you should Jesus. be embarrassed about that. What? More so than that? That's... Yeah, no, a green tea latte is the is preserve like... of, of the coolest. Yeah, this is just a sugary... Yeah, you're just having a... Sh- you're basically having a child... Sugary hot milk. It's a Sunday. Yeah. It's basically a hot fudge Sunday. Doesn't job, Doesn't Whereas I'm drinking... Yeah, I'm drinking more sophisticated. a more sophisticated green tea concoction. Um, but yeah, it's it's very nice. So thank you very much. <laughs> thank you very much for that. Um, I suppose you should go football. Let's start with Italy. Yeah. They aren't going to be at the World Cup. I know. Um, it's. I don't know how disappointed I am. 
based on how poor they've been in this qualifying uh, campaign. Are they really going to be that much of a miss? It all sort of seemed to go wrong when they uh, they appointed Ventura, who's the manager there. Yes. Probably a wrong move in the first place, going from Conte to this guy who's... You can't replace Conte, you see. Very difficult, but the... Uh, it's funny, the chat was that they sort of... They were paying Conte something like £4 million a year, I think. Nice. And nice work guy, if you can get it. Yeah, this guy, Ventura, who's, uh, let's say, a lot less qualified. I think he costs something like £1 million a year. So that's why the, the Italian Football Federation went for him. Mm. But now, obviously, they're going to miss miss out on millions upon millions if from you missing pay, out on the World if Cup. You, if you pay peanuts, this is a problem. You're going to get... Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. No good. <laughs> no good at all. So I, I think it's a shame, though. I have this romantic notion of the Azuri. I don't know where it, I don't know why, but for me, a World Cup. Look, you know, there's there's nothing good here. England. My priority is England, and Italy yeah. would beat England. Sweden would beat England. So I have no vested interest. They Sweden, both beat. Yeah. yeah, they both beat England under Southgate. Of course they do. Um, but that aside, I think that a World Cup without one of the f- most fertile lands in football, it's sure. a shame. Do you know what it is though? I think it's like, I think it's the players that. Uh, what you know, I've always respected or loved about Italy growing up. So, you know, like it was yeah. Baggio when you're very young, exactly. Perlo, obviously, with that penalty in 2012, which ended up knocking us out basically. The likes of Gigi Buffon now, who yeah, mate, I emotional. completely agree. When I was but, a kid, they they invented the art of defending. Do you remember you like Franco Baresi was proper. back there, like showing you how yeah. it's done? You had like a gloriously handsome Paolo Maldini, Maldini. yeah, Legend. it was it was just wonderful, and then. As a Chelsea fan, obviously mm. we had the imports. We oh, yeah, we course. suddenly got really sexy, and it was due to sexy. it was due to the the like effervescence of Gianluca Vialli strutting down the King's Road. <laughs> it was Roberto Di Matteo mm. like, scoring incredible goals oh, at yeah, Wembley. It times. was it was the for me certainly the top three players we've ever had at the club. Gianfranco Zola. The thing is, I don't think Italy really have those players anymore, apart from Gigi Buffon, of course. And I know they've got Chiellini at the back and Benucci, of course, but I don't think they really have those sort of players that you're dying to see. There isn't a marquee man, is there? There isn't, no, there isn't a, the a Del Piero. There isn't one. No. Buffon's the guy everyone's saying, oh, he obviously deserved better. He would have become, I think, he would have been the first player to appear at six World Cups if they'd have got to mm. this one, which would have been incredible. I yeah, think that something he really, deserved as well. What, what an end to a career that could potentially have been. But at the same time... I don't. I know we're going to miss the name Italy, and we're going to miss that, as you say, the Azuri, that sort of appeal. But the way they were playing, I'd, I'd rather have Sweden there. Yes, and they they did very well. And also, the good thing about the Swedes is they take so many fans. They'll be great for the tournament. This is why they'll have ten thousand fans in Russia, won't they? This is why I'm hoping Ireland, at the time of recording, are playing tonight against Denmark in the second leg. I've got a vested interest. I was about to say, if you're yeah, about got, to say, yeah, I was yeah, about yeah. to pull you no, up no, on that. But yeah. I was going to say, I've got a fiancé who's Irish, got a lot of Irish mates now, of course, from being with her, but you mentioned the Swedish fans there. They surely want the Irish fans there. You had 2016, yeah. we saw them with so many great moments. The Ireland, that the, the the Ireland, yeah, Cup. absolutely. The, the Irish have, have wonderful sport. Got I actually Irish. wanted Northern Ireland to get there because I went, I went to a Northern Ireland game when I was in France. I was in, when I was in, have you just thrown coffee all over yourself? Yeah, I have, I've got to drink. Excellent, excellent work. See, that's, that's, that's the behaviour, that's, that's the behaviour of a, uh, of a man who drinks a <laughs> vanilla, vanilla latte. latte yeah. Yeah. Um, but I went to a Northern Ireland game, I was in Nice, mm. and it was Northern Ireland versus Poland, and their support was so good. Yeah. It was so impassioned, and it was just really enjoyable to be, to be a part of it. They do that song, you know, um, I can't remember it now, but they they 
they were really really good support and yeah. well I think you know obviously they didn't quite have enough to get through against Switzerland I can't believe that was it was the penalty that decided I know it. terrible decision but hopefully Ireland tonight are going into it's nil nil in this leg in Dublin tonight so hopefully are you going to go do you have any interest in going to Russia <laughs> I'm not I think work stuff will probably whatever I'm doing in time for work will decide whether I go or not but not overly keen no. I think it's we um, had a wonderful night in Saint Etienne. Did that not spark we your? We did, uh, but how <laughs> difficult was it to get to Saint Etienne? It was a pain, wasn't it? From the airport, it, I, I don't oh, like mate, all that travel. It was such hard work. Nightmare, and I think Russia is going to be. It will be that tenfold. Yeah, yeah. We went. Adam and I went to uh, England. Played Slovenia. England played Slovenia in the Euros yeah. and drew nil nil. And the game was played in Saint-Étienne. Saint-Étienne is about an hour outside of Lyon. So you can't fly directly to Saint-Étienne. It's really hard to get there. You fly into Lyon and then get a train for about an hour. It was difficult. The whole city shut down. So the game finished at, not particularly late, game finished at 10, 11. Yeah. You couldn't get anywhere. You couldn't get a cab. We had the worst hotel anyone has ever stayed in. We ended up on a tram. The game was the one of the worst games I've ever seen. It was yeah, it's terrible. It was terrible. terrible. Jack Wilshire played in the middle. And the couldn't, fans, couldn't control to be in with the fans was still an amazing experience. And mm. like everyone was still, you know, cheering the team. We had really good support there, England, didn't we? But yeah, for whatever reason, I completely that went out of my mind. It took us about three hours to get home, which would have been about twenty minutes or something. It was yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, we, it was basically two, two tram stops, but yeah. the tram didn't come. That sort of put me off. Going, well, it like scarred you for life. Yeah. A, t- a trip to France thinking, with me. Uh, yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> what it was yeah. But you think in Russia? Oh God, I don't, I don't know if I'd be able to face it. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, Might I be know. fun to go out for one game. Well, do you know what? I went to the Confederations Cup. I went to the Confederations well, Cup in Russia. in Russia. Yeah, this year, and it was. It was okay. It Did you was not have to go miles through. Where we, I went to a few. Yeah, you do. You have to fly. You have to do internal flights. But the place where I think if England or Ireland get drawn in Sochi, yeah, I'm gonna go because go. I went to the I went to a game in Sochi. I think I went to Germany, Australia there. Yeah, and it's good. It's a good place. You can go to. A, oh, do you know what? On the theme of green tea, you can go and watch sort of green tea. Go and pick your own green tea. That's and perfect. Either. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but you know, I had a really good time in Sochi. It was like quite an interesting, exciting, and crucially, which you're gonna like, yeah. tight place. You could walk in. You could you could get about. So it wasn't right, you didn't, right, right. it See, wasn't an expansive place. The yeah, way that like Saint Petersburg was great, but you know, you stay if you're staying on one side of town and the, and the stadium's the other, you've got a problem. I think it's. I think we we're like a bit spoiled in London, where it's so easy to get about because you've got the tube, you've got buses, you've got Uber. We'll see how long that lasts. Oh, mate, we won't you be able. We'll less of the Uber on here, Adam. Yeah, you're better than you, that. Um, you do not. You do not use that name. No, said no, no swearing on here. Uh, but like, you go somewhere abroad. Like, uh, I go to Dublin, Ireland, quite a lot. Just all of a sudden getting about becomes a whole new nightmare because oh actually yeah I know London well the infrastructure of London and and that's why it's such a tragedy that England hasn't had a tournament since '66 like like I'm not even joking I think London like not just London I think London could host the World Cup tomorrow got enough stadiums it's got enough stadiums it's got the infrastructure it's got the hotels it's got the the transport system about to have the best stadium in London probably build wild lanes that'd be perfect (laughs) it could it could really work out yeah I mean it's uh, it is a real shame but. (laughs) Yeah, so so you're obviously hoping that Ireland do well yes. tonight. Denmark tonight. Ooh, fingers crossed. Fingers are firmly crossed. Fingers crossed. And as soon as that game's finished, all eyes will turn to the Premier League season because it'll be back. It is back. It's well, back. I kind of like the international break in that it gives you a break from the Premier League and club football, which is pretty relentless, I find. So if you have a week's break, you're like, ah, oh, take a breather. 
you're more excited to get back into it. And now you're like, yeah, okay, yeah. North London Derby, we're back in it. To a degree, the only reason that I would say it's a problem is because Chelsea, had, just before the international break, Chelsea had a great result against Manchester United. A bit of momentum. Yeah, we've been struggling for momentum massively. Who have Chelsea got this weekend? West Brom away. Oh, I'm going. Fine. I'm going oh, and I'm yeah. confident. You're fine. Do you think? Pulis is in trouble. Uh, I think they're, oh God, they're on a terrible run at the moment. Um, but yeah, I think you'll be fine in that game. You've got nothing to worry about. I, I, hope, I hope you're correct. But we've had some dodgy results. We've been all right away from home, actually. But we have had some dodgy results. And I felt that off the back of that Manchester United home win, we could have really you know, used it as a springboard. And I worry that the international break could. I mean, I'm... I'm kind of exploring the worst possible outcome here but I'm, I worry that the international break could have just, just shaken that momentum a bit it's a bit of a weird one at Chelsea because even I understand what you're saying but even after that win there was obviously a lot of talk about Mourinho Man United blah 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 but a lot of talk was still the question marks over Conte and what's going on because obviously he dropped David Luiz yeah but nobody who's, nobody it was like, oh, why is he why did he drop David Luiz Emanalo no, no, no. left and it was like oh what's going on at Chelsea but that was, that was a huge I, th- I mean uh, look, nobody knows what goes on in the boardroom at Chelsea but I think Emanalo leaving the club mm. actually, I, I think it's a good thing for a lot of reasons. But with regards to Conte, I think it's a really good thing because I think it's a club backing Conte. You think that's? I think it's the first time that the club have sided with the manager over Michael Emanalo. He quit Emanalo. Is that just a public? I imagine. Oh, you know, it's it's was he pushed or mm, jump before he was pushed? Jump exactly, exactly. What? Yeah. What's exactly is going on with Conte? Because it seems like it always seems like at Chelsea there's. If, if a manager I mean it doesn't seem to work for any manager but especially if a manager comes in and they're a bit more authoritarian they want to stamp their mark on everyone be a bit of a dictator like Mourinho like Conte it doesn't work out because there's too many other people in power yeah. brushing up against each I other think, I think that's a fair appraisal um, I'd like to think that it's different this time I think in Antonio Conte I genuinely believe yeah. it is and I think Michael Emanalo leaving will be uh, an example of that mm. but I think that hopefully the club have learnt from past mistakes and we have to now do anything. I mean, do whatever it takes to keep Conte. Like, anything. Like, you know how much I love David Luiz? Like, David, you... you I'm, I love David Luiz almost as much as I love anyone. Wow. He's Yeah, he's an incredible man. Your he, own mum. He, he's up there. He was part of a team. He played in the Champions League final on one leg for us. And we won it. Right? I love the geezer. I think he's a wonderful man. Brilliant for the team spirit. And I think he should be captain of the club. Yeah. There was talk of a rift, Conte versus Luis. Yeah, Luis questioned his tactics or something. Else. This is it, Adam. And for me, if there's a fight between those two, despite how much I love David Luiz, there's wins. only one winner, it's Antonio mm. Conte. I think Chelsea should do anything, like absolutely anything, to keep Antonio Conte is, happy. Is he going to stay there long-term regardless? No one at Chelsea seems to stay more than two, three years. I, He's not going to be there more than no, two, three I don't years. No, so. I don't think he'll be there more than... Two, three, uh, you know, I, I think five, I, I'd put him on a five-year contract now. Mm. I think let's get him tied up. But we need a bit of con- continuity. I don't necessarily yeah, agree. Right. Yeah, we, we need a bit of it. Don't get me wrong. I th- I don't necessarily think you have to have, you know, the days of Fergie and Wenger and that. I don't think you need that anymore. I think mm. you can have short-term impact managers who come in, yeah. do a wonderful job, win a couple of trophies and off they go. It would be good to have someone in who's got a bit more of a vision now and they can do that over five years, bring yes. through young players. And- yes, yes, yes. And he is very much the man to do that. 
like Antonio Conte is absolutely the man to do that, and I think that we need to we need to do whatever we can to keep him at the club. We've had a we've had a bit of a rough time of it in terms of our the people who we love mm. have been ushered. You know, Lampard was sort of ushered out the back door. Ashley Cole, we never said goodbye to him. Players like Ramirez, who I had a real affection for. What happened with Lampard? Because we went to this little event, didn't we? This Adidas thing. We did. With Lampard. We did. That was go good. But he sort of said something there where I think it was your mate Olivia who asked him. You know, how did you feel scoring against Chelsea at Man City? He sort of said then, you know, it wasn't up to me to leave Chelsea. I wanted to stay, etc. Was it the fact it just wasn't off the new contract? I should they not have moved him upstairs? Almost taken on. Wait, a they should have run? given him. They should have given Frank Lampard at the time. Should have been given a five-year deal, mm-hmm. despite how old he was. Frank Lampard needed to be his relationship with Chelsea needed to be preserved at all costs. Frank Lampard needed to be around Chelsea Football Club for a variety of reasons. Yeah. Whether that was in the first team is a different debate, but should he have been at the club 100%? Yeah, keep him in there. Keep him there. And, he, and you know, the, the thing that's really annoying is we ushered him out the back door, he ended up at City via New York. He was pinging in goals for them. Yeah. He was pinging in goals, including a goal against Chelsea. It's the one I thought was a shame. I mean, I'm no fan of John Terry at all, but the fact... Was he? He was a one-club man before going to Villa, right? He would have been considered a one-club. So, well, he, he, he was always a. He, he, no, he had a loan at uh, Terry. Had a loan at Forest. That's it. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if you're considered a one-club man. What, what's the rules for a one-club man? Are you a one-club with John Terry, who's been uh, a ch- been on Chelsea's books? If, I, if if put me as a Spurs fan, he's never a one-club man because he had that loan. Yeah. Of course, but probably yeah. So Ryan Giggs would be a one-club man. Yeah. But but David Beckham. No, no. You're looking at Totti, aren't you? Looking at Totti, who? So if you've if you've had a loan deal, Maldini was one club man, wasn't he? Maldini, Maldini was a serious one club man, yeah. But if you've had a loan deal, but you've been at the what's the what's the rules? I say it's technically a one club man, isn't it? Okay, well up until that, John Terry, in which case, in which case you're not right. Never. Okay. No, I like it. I like. I like. That's exactly how football should be, as tribal as possible, where you just make the rules to suit your argument at the time. <laughs> yeah, that's what football is, basically, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Push yourself in circles just to make your point on your side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then you will make a counter argument oh, yeah, yeah. In, in the same sentence. <laughs> yeah, you contradict If necessary, if necessary. As soon as possible. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but anyway, Lampard left. Lampard yeah. left, and it, it was a shame for us. We mm. had so, so much of that, and somebody, and suddenly now we have Antonio Conte, a man who the fans adore, yeah. the players seem to love, generally speaking, and. You know, we're champions. Just keep him at the club and do all you can to keep him happy. Yeah, it just doesn't seem like it's going to last. Uh, sadly, I'm inclined to think that you weren't making a valid point, but it's not one I'm prepared to explore because right. it's it's too important to keep him. Um, so, but you know, if we can get a win at West Brom, it would it would mean that we've beaten Manchester United at home, beaten West Brom away, and you look forward, you start looking up the table, and it's a huge weekend for us because if we do beat West Brom, some two of our rivals, somebody's going to drop points. Arsenal or Tottenham, it's a guarantee that Arsenal or Tottenham or both yeah. will drop points this weekend. So we have to win, and uh, yeah, some, you know, we'll see what happens when uh, Tottenham and Arsenal go head to head. How are you feeling about that? I, I'm, I'm feeling confident. I think it depends on. I think there's still a couple of question marks about Harry Kane's fitness, Harry Winks' fitness, etc. I'm interested to see who's in the squad for that game because I think Spurs have been. We've been doing really well this season, actually. Um, I think we've sort of we've sort of uh, gotten rid of that idea of this Wembley curse after we beat Liverpool yeah, over instantly. Yeah. We beat Madrid there. I think that the the players are sort of got used to it. And we're playing really well despite the fact 
we were missing Danny Rose, who's just come back, who is probably our best left back, although Ben Davis has been fantastic while Rose has been out. Uh, we've got Eric Lamella coming back, who we haven't seen since last October, so over a year. And we've also got Moussa Dembele coming back as well, who hasn't been 100% fitness, hasn't actually been appearing in a lot of games. He's one of our most important players. So if those three are all in the squad, which they potentially could be... When I hear you say it um, like that, you're just going to steamroller Arsenal. You're too strong. I hope so, but obviously... This is the thing, you're going into a derby, the cliche is form goes out the window, etc. Arsenal are going to be up for it. You know, I'm sure they'll be playing Lacazette, Sanchez and Ozil together, uh, which is something they only did a few weeks ago at Everton, wasn't it? Um, so, yeah, they've obviously got the quality to beat Spurs, but I'm hopeful that, you know, we're going to go into this one and win. Yeah, I mean, I massively hope that you don't. I'm hoping, obviously, I'm hoping for a draw, of an, a bad-tempered draw yeah. would do would, yeah, three people sent off that would do me and a draw I just think Arsenal yeah we'll see I think Arsenal's defence is suspect and therefore if Harry Kane's fit on form firing we'll be fine yeah I'm, sadly I'm inclined to agree that that is probably <laughs> the probable outcome um, one of your famous most favourite of all sons is potentially coming back to Tottenham have you seen that Bale. yeah I don't think he's coming back to, he's, he's probably going to leave they want to sell him Madrid won't rid of Bale. doing the rounds, yeah. So apparently he just got injured on Wales duty. I think he did his calf. Yeah. And I think it's something like since he joined Madrid, that's his twenty fifth injury. So right. he's only he's only played something like fifty five percent of the games that he could for Real Madrid. Right. So Real Madrid are apparently fed up now. They're going to chuck in the towel, cut their losses. Gareth Bale is apparently going to be up for sale next summer because I mean he's twenty eight. I think he'd be twenty nine next summer. Now, this is the last summer you could probably sell him for a huge fee, maybe something close to what they bought him for, because he's still got that reputation. Spurs apparently could be back in for him. I don't think we actually be able to afford him. Manchester United, I've no doubt, will be in for him, because with Ed Woodward at the helm, they're always looking for that marquee signing. But they were saying in the Spanish newspapers, Chelsea apparently might try and get him. Would, you like, would you like to bring him to Stamford Bridge if you get your hands on him? Gareth Bale? Yes, mate. Despite that injury record, he's probably not the player he was when he joined Madrid. Gareth Bale is an incredible player, and on one of our wings at the moment, we have a bit of a problem because. On the left well, you got Hazard. well, no, Hazard's over that side. So, I mean, you can yeah. There's, there's, it's a, it's a good problem to have, isn't it? But the the problem position for us at the moment is the other side because you know Pedro's found a bit of form more recently, but. Pedro and Willian have not been playing to the standards that they should be, and in particular here, Willian's been poor, yeah. like really poor. So, Gareth Bale on the right, cutting on that left foot. Well, Gareth, yeah. Look, any club who had the potential to sign Gareth Bale would be over the moon at that. He's such a good player. I wonder. You do wonder though if if he's maybe with a different medical team, it might be different. I don't know, but yeah, missing fifty percent of the games for injury. I know, but they seem to they run players country. ragged, Madrid, don't they? Like if you look at the, look at the boy that went to Madrid, and you look at him now, he's all bulked up. He doesn't yeah. seem to be of his normal stature, which is going to put huge amounts of pressure on his muscles. And yeah, I think somebody like Gareth Bale, just let him do what he's good at. Like yeah. let him be skinny and pe- peg it down the wing. Yeah, I wonder if he's, you know, I wonder if he's trying to compete with Ronaldo in that sense. He's obviously went there to try and not be the heir to the throne almost, but. Yeah, yeah. I, wonder, I wonder if his team. I suppose you could say his time has definitely been a success because the first season he won the European oh, Cup. Oh yeah, mate! Look at the trophies. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, you yeah, can't yeah. argue with that. But yeah. at the same time, I don't want to say he hasn't lived up to his potential, but he maybe hasn't quite. He hasn't lived up to his potential because his potential means that he should be like 
Gareth Bale, the player that I should be remember in Tottenham, should be in the conversation. When people have the conversation regarding... Top three, four players. Th- maybe not. Maybe not. Messi, Ronaldo, maybe mm. not in that conversation, but definitely in the next conversation. Well, the yeah. Neymar's, the Suarez's. Oh, so obviously, everyone used to compare him with Neymar because yeah. they're at Barcelona and Real Madrid, and now it's kind of like yeah, no, it's it's, it's not it's not a fair comparison game, anymore. No, yeah. but it should be, and therefore, simply with that justification alone, I don't think he's lived up to the potential. But mm. you know, if he if he were to leave, go to any Premier League club, definitely be mentioned. I'd lo- I mean, I'd love to have him back at Spurs, but I don't think. Spurs are not going to pay eighty odd million for Gareth Bale. They probably they can't afford that. I'd say with the new stadium, etc. Probably going to be Manchester United. Isn't well, it? also it felt like it felt like he was in, he was the heir to Ryan Giggs's throne at one point. It felt like that was the move yeah. for him, the Manchester United move. It doesn't I, I? I'd love to have him back. I think there's like an emotional sort of mindset to having him back. Be fantastic, but at the same time, he must be the best player you've ever seen at Tottenham. Uh, yeah, apart from Harry Kane, of course. I true, love Harry true, Kane true, more true, than true. Gareth Bell. Really? Yeah, and I think, yeah, as good as Gareth Bell is, it's all about Harry Kane, isn't it? Yeah, and I reckon when uh, when Harry Kane leaves and goes to Real Madrid, he'll probably mm, we'll see. I don't think that's happening. <laughs> but if yeah, I think yeah, Gareth Bell to have him back would be fantastic. But at the same time, he's twenty nine, got a very patchy injury record now as it stands. Is it worth ploughing eight million into that as a, a club of Spurs? You've obviously got a very uh, They've got a very clever transfer strategy, I'd say. Probably not. Mm. So as good as it'd be to have them back for like heart reasons, the head says, probably not. Probably not. Fair enough. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, firstly, thank you so much for coming on to this podcast. It really does. It re- because you know you're like my guru, my sensei, that's my kismet. Not, that's not true. You are. You you actually are. So, how long has the front three been going for now? Those, if I imagine everybody listening to this will know this fact yeah. already, but if you don't know, Adam runs a podcast or is is a quarter of a podcast. Yeah, a fifth actually. Really, a fifth of a podcast. Yeah, weirdly, even though it's called called the front, the front three. Yeah, it's um, it's been going for about. I'm going to say two and a half years two years now maybe longer than that yeah. Uh, but yeah it's uh, a podcast I originally started with Lawrence McKenna just two of you 
and Statman Dave. Yes. Squawker Dave, as he was formerly Squawker, known. Formerly, in the yes. former life. But it was the three of us, therefore we called it the front three. Uh, sort of, you know, we used to do a show on the channel called Football Daily together. Uh, that's where us three used to do sort of football news, analysis, blah, blah, blah. We thought, let's do it as a podcast because we get to speak for an hour as opposed to 10 minutes. Yeah. It's something that we can do in our own time. And then eventually Chris Hennage joined, who's Lawrence's friend. I love journalist. Chris. Yeah, he's fantastic. He joined, uh, which made it four, weirdly, for the front three. And then we've just added a new member called Nico Morales, who's what American a name! That guy must be so name. good at football. He's definitely brilliant uh, at football. Yeah, he's just done his uh, ankle ligaments. Yeah, because he plays right football now. such a high level. But he's uh, yeah. Nico he's, Morales is destined name. was was destined it's to like good. be be a wonderful he, winger. Um, yeah, he's a, he's a. I think he was just a listener, but he's a journalist in his own right, and he's joined as well. So actually, five of us. Right. So and the front three podcast, five contributors. Yeah, it might be a little bit different to yours in terms of the. The content, yeah, no, the it's it's, it's very, very analytical, analytical, isn't it? Yeah, yeah you've yeah. got you've got uh, Lawrence McKenna, who's obviously very interested in the sort of social side of football, and as a Liverpool fan, you've got Statman Dave, who's can cite mad numbers yeah. every episode, comes out with some crazy stats. Chris Hennage and Nico as well, who are sort of journalists who are very interested in sort of insightful opinion, that sort of thing. So it's, it's very interesting being on there. I like doing it because, you know, I like to ask these guys questions. I want to know the answers yeah, to yeah, it. Yeah. It's really interesting for me to listen to it, let anyone else. But, um, yeah, I'm not sure. You're not as interested in the analytical stats-based no, stats based side of it. No, but, but do you know why? Because I have, I have a theory here. And I have a problem with stats. Why? Because I think Statman they... Dave, I, think? No, no, I, I have no problem with Statman <laughs> Dave. Statman Dave is a hero of mine. But I uh, I have a problem with stats in general. Yeah. Because I don't think they tell the story at all. I, I think when they're used in the right way, they're a very useful and illuminating way to look at football. I think there's a place for it, don't get me wrong. Can I just... I'm going to have to say... Like what, I, what, what I... The reason that I'm perhaps coming across as very anti-stat is because I played in a game. I've worked oh. in the same company as, as Opta. And I got my stats once, and and they were really bad, yeah. So on the basis of that, I don't put much value in them. (laughs) That's the thing. But That's like in black and white, it shows you. No, but it doesn't. Do you have your um, pass percentage, pass completion? No, that wasn't too bad. What was that? Do you know where I got, do you know where I was really upset? Go on. The amount of ground covered. Go on, how much? Next to nothing. In my head, I run (laughs) loads. 11 aside? Yeah. 90 minutes? Yeah. How much? Mate, I'm not. I'm not revealing. That. Some things have to remain. Like something has to remain. Pri- oh no! I, I, is that the average? Okay. In that case, I was all right. In that case, I was all right. Okay, yeah. yeah I was. I was just. I was. In, I, I was in the tent. The technical aspects. The past. No. Nothing. Uh, the other thing. <laughs> zero headers. Yeah. I would, I would zero. Expect, in expect. ninety minutes, though. Yeah, but I, you, that's not the the trait you're going to expect you to. No, but at some point. The past completion. You're the past make, completion how many wasn't bad. Passes but, did you make, etc. That, that all of that stuff wasn't too bad, but it didn't. For me, this is where it really let me down. This is why I have an issue with stats right. because how do you quantify heart? How do you quantify <laughs> leadership? How yeah, do you course, quantify they're, energy? They're intangible. This is it. And right, you could you could argue you could quantify energy through uh, ground. To, okay, how do you quantify? How, how do you quantify will to win? Uh, tackles one. <laughs> That's where I let myself down. Okay. Tackles one was basically none. Saying, but I don't. Um, I understand what you're saying. There's definitely certain intangibles that you can only see with your eyes on the pitch, exactly. etc. But I definitely think stats. I think stats show unequivocally 
certain truths about a game you've just watched that you can't. I mean, certain things, certain you know? things you can't argue with. Uh, yeah. You know, the amount of the amount of tackles won by N'Golo Kante is a, yeah, is incredible. you know that's, yeah, that's yeah. a great stat. Past the things as well, I think, is a really no past completion. I think can be misleading. No, I think because so, I had a very bad average game that day, yeah. but my pass completion was very high. Yeah, but at the same time, then you can start looking at what type of passes you made, the distances. Yeah, yeah, so you yeah, might look yeah. at it and you go, oh, actually, you were making all two-yard passes to the yeah, side. exactly. I was finding my fullback. Ball. I was playing central yeah. midfield and I found yeah, my fullback at every... Yeah, every yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just get, get the ball one way and release it the other way. That's the thing. I think you have to now, because I've started to use some Optus stuff for... A show I work on with True Geordie, the kickoff. He does his yeah, live yeah. show. We started to use some of the Optus stuff, and when you actually get the raw data and you can dig into it, it's fascinating. You, yeah, and you can start to see because you, you'll go, oh, pass completion is fifty percent, but then you actually start looking at the distance of the pass. Okay, okay, all that yeah, sort of there stuff. We go, then. So you need to do you need to look at different aspects to make it yes. make sense. Yeah, I mean, and and I think that's part of the problem for me. I I come from a. a an area of football support <laughs> that involves I like to see somebody like winning a 50-50 oh, yeah, and like running his socks off rather than yeah. necessarily like yeah I don't know I don't think I appreciate the stat enough a, yeah a two foot tackle yeah 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 oh yeah that's why Ramirez Ramirez will forever be one of my like favourite <laughs> Chelsea players because every now and again he just cuts someone in half oh yeah but that's why everyone used to love his Spurs uh, what was his name Palacios oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. from Wigan he was, yeah but yeah. in hindsight you're kind of oh yeah you need a I think you need a little bit more uh Guy, yes, yeah, yeah. Someone like Dembele can do that job, but also, but also, take yeah, like four yeah, players. yeah, I know what you mean. Um, so anyway, you know, you're hearing you're hearing this now about my Otter stats, but yeah. you know all about this really as my gaffer. It's true. Adam is my gaffer. I mm. play for London City. Anybody who's ever listened to this podcast before will definitely know about this because London I bring it up FC, every yeah. every possible episode, and it's <laughs> a it's a league that I take incredibly seriously. It's, it's a league fun. that I love, and. I play central midfield occasionally, on the wing occasionally. It's difficult because on a seven-a-side um, league that takes place in Tottenham on a Thursday. Yeah, it's great fun. Seven, it's set up with um, we play with hashtag United, which is obviously Spencer's we play team. Spencer's team, hashtag yes. Hashtag Academy, which are the young, really, really good <laughs> young. Players. Never do I feel more old than a game against hashtag Academy. They've got this guy Daniel Adji, who's their striker, who's also part of the Adidas glitch squad or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. I think he's eighteen, nineteen. Is that all he is? God. And he's yeah. yeah what chance have we got, mate? He he does. He embarrasses every single defender. Do you know who I find very good in that team? That hashtag Academy team. Go on. Centre half is it? They call him oh, Stampy. Marcus Stamp. Incredible. Yeah, Stampy. Yeah, very good player as well. But it is um. I find it difficult because you know technically I'm the gaffer as you said, but all not technically the gaffer. You're the gaffer. Yeah, but it's difficult for me because I'm not seven aside is quite difficult because it's not uh, a type of football I played for. I played eleven aside, I played five aside, five aside. Like, oh, stick this guy here. I stick this yeah, guy yeah, there. yeah. Seven aside is a bit difficult because it's actually like no, you need tactics. You need, you need tactics. proper tactics. <laughs> not man management, but we the the way our team is working at the moment. We so it's seven aside, but you're allowed ten players, and we've got. We usually get ten players down every week, but we only have. I think we've got one proper defender, which is myself. We yeah. call himself a defender yeah, 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 by yeah. trade, uh, and I think we've got about five, four or five attacking midfieldish sort of players. Yes, and in, so it's difficult yeah, yeah. to fit everyone in to like the team and try and get them. No, it's so it's I think tricky. We, we usually play you on the right. Yes, usually usually on the right. Yeah, and I think uh, yeah, me on the right, and then it would be depending on who's around. I'd be on the bench. It would be Lawrence yes. or Dom. Me, Dom. And Lawrence McKenna. We try and play a two. What do we play? A two-one-three. 
Yes. We try and play a front three to stay on brand with the podcast. <laughs> uh, but yeah, usually in midfield, we try and have one guy, Aaron, who can who covers the whole pitch. Trying He's to good at football, pitch. man. Yeah. But I, 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 I appreciate your skills. This season, you've shown. You've got the assists. How many goals have you got? You've got a lot of goals as well. Uh, you know, who's counting, Adam? There's maybe one, maybe five. I don't know. Who's who counting? Who did you score that chip against? So Copper 90. Have you mentioned that on here already? Probably. I imagine that everybody There was who, one yeah. fantastic chip. I was like, it was like sort of loop off Roy's foot into that. I was like, oh, it must have been a deflection. Must have been a deflection. No, there was no deflection. Only on the replay did I re- appreciate. Oh, yeah, it's actually... No deflection. Just chipped him. No, it was... Uh, yeah, that was that was really good fun. It's tough. It's but good. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a good league, isn't it? It's really good fun. And... Yeah, there's a who else plays in it? So you've got Copper ninety play, Arsenal Fan TV play. Arsenal Fan TV are very good. Very good. We've usually got Robbie, uh, DT and Claude on the sidelines. Yes, they're down there. Sort they're of managers. coaches almost. Which yes, is, they're very passionate. Great. Very passionate on the sidelines. Um, but yeah, it's it's good. We've got we've got this bloke. I'm going to tell you about one of our players now. He's so good. His name's Leroy, and he's meant to be a centre forward. Because, as Adam pointed out, we didn't have any shr- any defenders. We're like, mate, you're really good. How do you feel about playing at the back? He's like, oh, you know, I'll give it a go. I just need to point out, by the way, this bloke is about my height. Like, he's my height, isn't he? It's yeah, not yeah. even a joke. Yeah, yeah, same. About my height, about my age. Incredible. He is so good. Incredible. He's, he's so good. He's like N'Golo Kante, but mixed with, I don't know. I mean, he's like N'Golo Kante, but someone who could score like he's like N'Golo Kante, yeah, Kante and Harry scored, Kane. It? Yeah, it's like it's, it's it's like an incredible combination. And he's like, I remember the first game we played him. Like you say, he was playing. He was a centre forward. He said in eleven aside, but we said we'll play him in midfield just because you know we'll, we'll stick him there. And he was he basically played every position. Sometimes yeah. you'd be at the back and he'd be alongside. Yeah, you. Yeah, he's he'd so be good. up front. I think he scored two in his first game. Yeah. It's ridiculous, but it, it is. He's so good. I mean, like it's it's just a joy to play with him. Oh yeah, it's him good fun as well because I think we've got a good mix of like everyone's even mates. So obviously, I know you, I know Lawrence, uh, all they're like mates of mates. So my one of my friends from school is our goalkeeper. I love him, Milad. His passion for the team <laughs> is so good. <laughs> our goalkeeper Dan, uh, he, he, I think he takes it quite seriously. He yeah, he definitely seriously. takes it quite he, seriously, um, but I love it. The sort of the league sort of sends you like a, a league table drafted up like at the end of every week sort of thing, just to show you where you are. Sometimes he Dan requests it. Dan, Dan requests it, or he doesn't wait for it, he knocks it up himself. Does he? Yeah. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> what, him, the one that he puts in? Has he up, made is that? Him knocking it up. Oh, that's he's fantastic. Put, he's put win percentages Man, and stuff I like that. I liked that's it. Him. I liked it. Where I thought that was from the official. No, he knocked that up himself. Oh, my God. That that's is why superb. so good. So he's knocked up his own spreadsheet with a table on the results, the win percentages. Which is no. the, the league doesn't even do. Our goalkeeper's so into it. Oh, that's so And he's funny. also keeping track of the top goal scorers and assists because it all gets filmed. It's all on the YouTube channel, Next Level Football League. Uh, you can go and see it there. See Roy's amazing love. Yeah, he, he's trip. tracking all the goal scorers, all the assists. Well, the thing is, the do you remember that Sunday? And we, we were, you know, it's a Sunday Sunday afternoon. We were in a WhatsApp group. Suddenly the text goes off in there and we get this table and he has knocked up a, uh, a table of how many assists yeah. and goals. Yeah. Everybody had, everybody like, had got. What did he say? He said something like, uh, "I've had a bit of a slow Sunday, so I just yeah, I'm like, <laughs> get all the goals and assists." Like, oh, it's fair incredible, play. yeah. Fair play. It's, his his commitment is unlike anything I've ever known before in a I football. Think you get what, what are they in a football team? End of season awards. We're going to do. We've got a couple of matches left. End of season awards. What do they call that? Best club, club, club. Award, I don't know. Chairman's award. Or I, I think we need. Stuff? You've got the usual ones. There's going to be. There's going to be like players' player of the year. There's going to be yeah. like goal scorer of the year. We play another lad. Scorer. Another lad we play with. His name's His name's Elliot Hackney. Like, oh, go yeah. on to this next level thing, next level YouTube channel, and just check out the goals he scores. He just scores at will. He's he's, he's basically he's really the good. Stoke 
Sergio Aguero. He is. I was just about to say Sergio Aguero. Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. It's he just picks the ball up, knocks it one way and pings it and scores every of, time. Um, you know Arjun Robin. All Arjun Robin does is cut him from the right on his left foot and he curls it in the top yep. corner. Elliot does the same move every game. You can hear the opposition defender saying, "You know what he's going to do." Only got one yeah, yeah, yeah. He's only got one foot. He's only got his right foot. It doesn't matter. No, but he's, this is—he's so fast. He I, shifts it, scores. Mate, I completely agree. I think that's a sign. It's the hallmark of a really good player. Yeah, when can, you know what they're going to do, you can't stop. But him. there's nothing you can do about it. Like you know full well that you know Elliot's going to pick the ball up. The other thing about him—he's another one. He's my height, but his play, his play with his back to goal, is—it's like Mark Hughes. It's it, unreal. I've never seen that, like, uh, what do they call it, low centre of gravity, that yeah. attribute. I know. He's, he never, he hardly ever falls over, can shift it really quickly onto one foot onto And the he's other. really unselfish. For such a for such a natural goal scorer, he, on oh, the yeah. thing that came round about the assists, he's got top assists, he's and, top top assists and top goals. He's, That's, not, he's not bad. No, he's not bad. I think I'm bottom of that list. Oh, for assists and goals. One assist all season. And how many goals? Zero. Zero? But how many sendings off? You got sent off. Didn't I don't think that's gone up on the uh, YouTube yet. But yeah, I, I, I will get. <laughs> I get sent off in one match. Fantastic. I, I find, so far, one match so far. Yeah, <laughs> I I find that the older I get, I'm late twenties. I'll say that. The older I get, the more you find that if you want to make a tackle as a defender, you think you can get the ball, you but more often than not, yeah, the percentage now <laughs> yeah. is more like eighty percent. Don't yeah. get it. I remember that there was a bl- so, there was yeah. a there was a bloke who was playing for. I mean, he was a very nice bloke, but he was just very good at football. Uh, yeah. Playing for Arsenal. And Arsenal, fan TV. Arsenal fan TV, and every single yeah, time, nice like there was a there was a there was a segment where I'd say sort of six attacks in a row, he went round you and you pulled him yeah, down six so times. <laughs> he was so fast. I had to say to him in the end, I was just like, it's not on purpose, mate. I just, I'm you too fast. Was like, he alright? Really yeah, he was like, oh, yeah, fair enough. Do you know what we've managed to do? We've managed to talk about our team without oh. without giving the acknowledgement to Aaron. Oh yeah, I think we, he's we a mess. Oh, did we give, did Aaron get yeah, the? He's, he's um he's a very he's probably our best player. He's only twenty two. Is he only tell. 22? Yeah, you can tell. It's, yeah. It's, I was saying it's good, you know, because it's all mates of mates. It's not just random ringers. Yeah, who is Adam? Okay. Aaron is Milad. Yeah, Milad's wicked he's, football as well. He's Milad's mate. Um, he's very good. What are they mates for? Is he YouTube? What's Aaron? They just play together on 11 side. Oh, is that all it is? Right. And also Tom King. Is yeah, guy? Tom is King's my true, my true buddy home mate. He's Leroy's mate. Or is he Anyway, yeah, I think everybody who's listening to this, presumably the majority of people listening to this, will follow me on Instagram. Mm. They'll know Tom King because yeah, he's the guy really? I always tag. Yeah, he. They'll, they'll know the other Tom. They'll King. know the other Tom the King. Guy. I always tag the wrong guy into the Instagram thing. But but since then, I've rectified. He's had his own. He's had his own portrait shot. It's about time. I was like, yeah, this is this is this is the guy. But yeah, it's a uh, it's a wonderful league, and we've got some massive matches coming up. Yeah, we're trying to get in the in the playoffs, top four. Go into a playoff to decide the winner. Fingers so we're, crossed. We're, we're trying to get in there. I think we will. Fingers crossed. Um, yeah, make sure you check that out. Um, all I can say now, Adam, is thank you so much for coming on. Thanks it's been it's, it's been a joy. If you want to hear more from Adam, which of course you do, yes. make sure that you subscribe to his podcast. Uh, it's called The Front Three. Mm, uh, make sure that you check it out. And I'm gonna think I'm gonna be putting a bit of this video on YouTube, so I will put the Ooh. link to your to your pod on there um, it's been it's been a joy and I thank you for coming on and it's the first time I can honestly say that I've enjoyed a Tottenham fans company on here you're the, you're, it's a debut success thanks very much for having me. It's, no, it's a pleasure thank you so much uh, guys if you enjoyed this please subscribe to the pod and I'll see you next week when we will have just picked up three points against West Brom Jalbian Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.